Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. Hey there, we're riffing on the word empowerment for 2020 and we're now on W, W. And W for me represented wonder, being in a state of wonder or awe and, and kind of finding or refining your sense of innocence. So do you have a sense of wonder or innocence in your life? And what would it take for you to experience it on a regular basis? So to kind of begin to investigate that for the next few weeks, it's really fun actually to move yourself into a state of wonder and discover your innocence. And meanwhile, get Live an Empowered Life, a 30-day journey book. Do the work in there. There is a section on wonder and be supported in how you are going to live 2020 from a place of empowerment. And here's our show. So today I want to welcome, and we're, we're having this conversation for the month about wonder. And I want to welcome my new friend who is really pretty amazing. Um, he's got some stories. He's also got a novel, but it's a transformational novel. I'm so excited to hear about it. I want to welcome Mike Arend. Thanks so much, Mike, for being here. Oh, thank you, Susan. That's my, my, absolutely my pleasure. I feel blessed to be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I have a couple questions for you because one of the things, okay, so you are, you've written a book. Yes. And while it's in a um, sort of non, uh, well, fiction kind of status, there's a lot mm -hmm. of truth and a universal principles in it. So I, I know yes. I want to talk about that. But the okay. first thing I want to share with everybody is that um, you also are a podcaster and your podcast is called Men on Fire. Yes. Which I, I love that title. And I'm so <laughs> excited that you're doing the work to help support men currently to get on fire, right? To get elevated into a higher understanding. But you also call yourself the soul mechanic. So can we start yes. there, Mike? Sure. Why soul mechanic? Well, um, I spent most of my life in the trades. So I was a, uh, a millwright, which is basically industrial maintenance mechanic. Uh -huh. um, I've always worked on cars since very young boy. So uh, I was always mechanically inclined. And I'm also a power engineer. So there's a lot of uh, you know, engineering and mechanical stuff in my background. And as I transitioned from that uh, to something uh, more soulful, uh, I naturally thought of not only that I was, that was my former life as a, as a you know, mechanically inclined person, uh -huh. but also, uh, so I thought, you know, soul mechanic would fit for two reasons. A, because of what I just mentioned about my prior life and B, because I want to help people and support them in realizing, uh, you know, they even have a soul, you know, what their soul's desire is right. and how to help them achieve that sort of thing. So right. it's like almost being working with them 
So the working part was kind of the physical mechanical thing too, if you want to call it that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So the soul, let, let's talk a bit about the soul. Just so, so the people sure. new to, uh, hearing about this, um, I think there's some things we need to kind of maybe debunk of Absolutely. how people define soul and then, um, you know, just educate. So how, how do you define soul, Mike? Well, it's, uh, to me, we are spiritual beings with a body, not uh, beings with a soul. So we, the soul is kind of outside of us, not this entity that's just a, a dot inside our gut or something like that. So uh -huh. I envision it like, you remember those old diving suits with the diving bell? Yeah. And the big suits uh, that kept you, you know, warm and dry. Uh -huh. And there was a, a hose connecting you up to the boat, you know, that right. would supply you with the, the air to breathe. Uh, I, I envision it like that because that's our soul surrounding our whole body. So our physical body is just the vehicle that we use in order to experience what the soul wants to experience while mm -hmm. here in the physical realm. So, mm -hmm. and that, that hose is that connection to the, uh, the infinite or the divine or a higher power, or the universe, whatever label mm -hmm. you'd like to, to give that. Mm -hmm. And so the, the soul is here to experience all it possibly can uh, because it can't do that when it's in the realm of the absolute or in the, in the higher realms because it is one with everything and it cannot experience physically or those things it wants to experience to grow and because it wants to see itself almost like if you had a an entity imagine in the higher realms where it's all energy everything is one and indeed there is honestly there is only one of us there is not you me all, all of that right we're we're all together we're all together There's only one so in the in the very big scheme of things this divine entity couldn't realize it existed but it couldn't uh, see itself or exist you know couldn't look back at itself so the only way to do that was to kind of split off and now it could look back at itself and see what one entity was and could see the other entity. But not only that, there was a third thing. There was something that was neither of those two things. Mm -hmm. So now it was able to experience itself. Yes. So it can experience itself by coming to planets like Earth and, uh, and experiencing all the luscious and juicy human emotions that we have. <laughs> because you can't, get, you can't get that anywhere else, right? Right, right. So, so that's how it, how it constantly learns and experiences and, and just loves that. And mm -hmm. then it comes back again and again and again in different forms. Mm -hmm. That's and what's kind in, of an overview. Yes. And that's a great, that's a great, uh, that was a lovely way to describe it for people. Um, I, it, and a lot of what I believe it, it is exactly what you said, Mike, that there's a divine source energy, right? That, like you said, encompasses all and it, it does want to experience itself in matter. Yes. So it comes into the density of matter yeah. um, via, via, I say it's a divine spark, you know, a divine light, what, you know, yeah. just for, because hu the human mind cannot truly comprehend 
what spirit or you, you know, we want to delineate it and put a name on it and a description to it. And it's beyond description, mm -hmm. but because we are all part of that oneness, like you said, yes. And therefore we're all interconnected because of that. The other yes. piece for me is that, you know, we all individuate differently. So while mm -hmm. we're all of the, made of the same stuff, if you will, we show up differently. And because that divine spark just gets so tightened up in that density of becoming a human being or a tree or a rock, you know, there's times where it forgets itself, where we mm -hmm. as human beings forget that we are made of that divine uh, stardust or whatever, you know, you want to. Oh, stardust for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so a lot of people get confused because it's like, well, if we're all that, mm -hmm. and, I, and I choose to call it love as well, but if we're all that, then mm -hmm. why are there, why do bad things happen to people? And why are there people that are doing bad things? And, you know, and I think part of that is because we forget in the density and then life experiences cause us to forget that the truth of who we are and then right eventually most hopefully fingers crossed everybody's waking up now when we begin to come out of that um forgetfulness mm -hmm. that divine spark then becomes even larger and we can feel beyond the physical body out into that connection that we all are no, I, I, I totally agree. And I, I uh, sometimes explain it too, uh, that we, we don't remember because everything in the universe is frequency, vibration, and energy. Yeah. And so in order to come into matter or form physical matter, our, the frequency of what's in the higher source has to be reduced so it becomes more dense. Right. So part of that deal is when that happens, you almost develop amnesia and can't remember who you really are. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's part of the, 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 the soul's desire also to help you during that lifetime awaken as much as possible in order to uh, remember who you are. Right. And if you're starting to get to that point, that probably means you've been here a number of times <laughs> and that uh, you know, maybe there's only a few more trips for, uh, for you and I till, till we uh, don't have to come back again for quite some mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. you know? So uh, not that we're any more different than anyone else. And I certainly want to uh, make that point. It doesn't make any difference what you, uh, what you tr truly believe at this point. It just means that you, you need to move on with it. And our human experience here is uh, so narrow. Our, our frequency that we can pick up with our five senses is so narrow. I mean, you use the remote to change the channel. Did, did you see the, the light beam, the infrared light beam that went? Right. No. Did you, somebody blows a dog whistle. Did you hear that? Well, the dog heard it. Yeah. Uh, did you, you know, it smells 40 times better than we do. So that means that there's things that exist outside of us that we can't, uh, hear, see, taste, touch, um, or smell. So mm -hmm. our senses are narrow and designed only to make us have this experience that we're having in this form of matter. So there's lots of things out there that we don't understand. 
right. and we're not privy to at this point mm -hmm. in, in, in while we're in physical matter. So well, if that helps people understand that a bit better. Right, I agree with you. And I think that that's why it's important to develop the sixth sense. There's mm -hmm. actually more than six. There's like, I think eight or 10, uh, but, that, but develop your intuition because in the, in the understanding and awareness of intuition, then, then the, the material world uh, takes on different meaning, right? And we begin yes. to see um, multiple possibilities, not just one possibility, you know, like there's, there's only one way to do things. That, that's the way it used to be. The old paradigm was you got to do it this way, you know, my way yep, or the highway sure. kind of. But of when we open up those possibilities with, from, from an inner awareness and connection with something much larger than ourselves, then, then you get to begin to see the multi-dimensions that there are mm -hmm. that exist around us as well. Just like you were saying, you can't, you can't necessarily see the laser beam go into the TV, but in a higher exactly. awareness, right? In a yeah. higher awareness, you could, right? right? In a higher awareness, you could even feel it moving through this physical body because guess what, everybody? It's all moving through our bodies too. Definitely, I mean, it's like Wi-Fi. You've got Wi-Fi right now. We're communicating with that. Right. You know, do we do we see the waves going back and forth? Not at all. But we're experiencing it, aren't we? Through yes. our our eyes that that uh, take it in. Right. Send signals to the brain that it you know kind of calculates and goes, okay, that's what they're seeing. Right. But it's only what we know that we see. So it's mm. almost holographic. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. So, so Mike, share a little bit in, in, in the idea of how you, because you, I sat next to you at a conference and your energy system is just really um, awesome. Uh, and well, thank you. Yeah, it's very awesome. I was going to say it's sweet, but you know, you're a manly man, you know, you have men on fire podcasts. So I didn't know if that would be, but um, there's, I know you've had a, a journey in your life and in the idea because now you feel uh, like I said sweet to me and just your energy is just really wonderful and um, and in the sense of wonder the idea of wonder because I it, you, you strike me as somebody who now lives with that kind of an awareness right share a little bit about uh, your journey that brought you into that this awareness that you now live in Certainly, and I, I, I definitely was not the person that you see before you today that you've got, gotten to know. I, originally, when I was younger, uh, I grew up as a son of some immigrant parents from Germany, and uh, I wasn't treated very well back then, called a lot of names, you know, Nazi squarehead, all that stuff. Oh, uh, wow. You know, I was, uh, you know, short, overweight, um, constantly teased you know, for that too. Uh, but it wasn't until uh, actually kind of the beginning of high school, I really sprouted up. Um, I became more muscular as, as men or young men do in around those ages. Yeah. Um, and then I started playing sports and I was good at everything I did. So I was, uh, I was an athlete and uh, just narrowly missed actually because of a motorcycle accident being uh, uh, selected to uh, continue on with the Canadian Football League actually. But uh, anyway, uh, so I was an athlete and I developed a lot of confidence. 
um, it, you know, it's kind of that confidence competence loop that you you know develop mm -hmm. confidence, then you carry on to something else, and you get become competent, which gives you the confidence to do something else. So I just carried that forward, and honestly, I think I was a little bit uh, definitely arrogant and uh, mm. self-centered, mm. uh, big ego, uh, but I, I developed that through all that competition. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it, and I was compensating for the way I was treated when I was younger. Right, you know, well, by, who wouldn't compensate? By peers and stuff like that, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. so that, that was me. Uh, later on, I, I went to college, uh, mechanical engineering, and then the job uh, prospects weren't very good at the time. Ended up joining the uh, Canadian Navy and uh, became a marine engineer there. And um, then getting out from that, um, you know, kept on going with the trades. But I was always, I always, and I always have had this issue with authority and, you know, people making, telling me something to do that I felt was, no, there's an easier way. Or I thought, well, that's a waste of time. Why don't we do it like this? You know? Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I've never, ever been satisfied <laughs> until I do not longer, no longer work for somebody else. And I think that was constantly was prodding me because I had a, a, a quite a number of jobs over my career. Yeah. Uh, and working at different workplaces and constantly telling me to no, this is not it. Like you got to keep going. You got to keep going. And eventually um, I had a workplace injury and injured my shoulder. I couldn't keep going in the trades and I actually uh, got into real estate and uh, I did uh, very well there. Actually, I was in the top 6% of all realtors in Canada, but uh, I, it, at the expense of my marriage, which at the time uh, was my first wife and um, you know, you're spending 60, 80 hour weeks and you're constantly away. And um, we had two boys in university at the time. So you're busy being the provider, you know, doing everything you can. She never really wanted me to get into real estate. So it was a, it was a big uh, issue without going into any details there, but he ended up separating and um, divorced, which was hard on the boys, um, hard on both of us. And, and then my uh, father had died from uh, lung cancer during mm. that period. And then my mother uh, got lung cancer shortly thereafter as well. They were both smoke, smokers over the years. Right. And so she passed away. In fact, I had to make the decision. My sister, I only have one sibling, and uh, she couldn't make the decision to unplug the, uh, the ventilator for my oh, mom. So I'm for, so sorry. That's a for, hard choice. Yeah. For a number of years, I, uh, I felt like I killed my mother almost, you know, I mean, not, you know, Technically, yes. I didn't do that, but still, it's a decision that yes. I made. Um, so I, I felt really poorly over, over that. And then I didn't really have a place to stay. I had a dog with me, and I went and stayed in people's uh, basements or couches or wherever I could do. Uh, finally got another job, got enough money to get a basement apartment. Um, and then my dog became ill, and then had to have put her down. And it was just a constant string of, uh, you know, desks there. And then because I didn't have enough money uh, and I still had a lot of debt that was incurred through the divorce. Uh -huh. <laughs> so so uh, I ended up having to declare personal bankruptcy, which is like a gut punch. Yeah. Um, especially to me, uh, a, a proud 
arrogant male <laughs> that, uh, you know, this doesn't happen. I mean, I'm a provider. I, you know, I've worked my guts out over the years. You know, these things don't happen to people like me. My parents came over here from Germany and, and with nothing and, you know, and did very, very well. They never had to do this. Why is it me? I'm like, I'm a failure. You know, mm. I suck big time. Mm. And, you know, I just start falling off the edge and, and, uh, uh, started drinking more and um, just everything was going in the wrong direction. And I started having bad thoughts about perhaps, you know, the world would be better without me. And, uh, you know, I didn't make any plans for my demise, but uh, I certainly had those thoughts that, you know, yeah. maybe that's, that's what I should do because nothing's working out anymore. This, I guess this is what my life was meant to culminate in, you know. Um, but then I started thinking about the boys again and I couldn't leave them. So I just uh, dug into every self-help book I could find and uh, developed the meditation practice and, and really started to come out from that. And until uh, I, I was on a morning walk and I met this, this uh, one young man that was uh, laying on the side of the road, actually, during my walk. Just, and he was all disheveled. His, his shirt was pulled out. His pants were undone. He had no shoes and socks. Um, he was just a mess. And so I thought it was a, a pile of clothes when I first walked up, but it was actually a human being. Wow. And he was probably, you know, about 20, 19, 20 years old. And I took my cell phone with me that, that time. I normally didn't during those walks. I don't like being, you know, bothered at all uh, during those types of walks. And um, I had my cell phone with me and I had my wallet with me, which happened to have $20 in it because I didn't have much money. And that just happened to be half 20 bucks that I, I can't even remember how I got that to be honest with you. And he, uh, I asked him, you know, shook him. He didn't have any money. He was just totally uh, out of it still from the partying the night before. And I asked him where he lived. I called the cab company on my cell phone, which I happen to have with me. And uh, they said the fare was going to be $20 to his house because I asked him his address. And they pulled up and, you know, I had talked with him a little bit and I uh, said, you know, listen, man, like I've been down before too. Like this is going to be better. Don't worry about it. You know, I, I, uh, it was my first coaching uh, session <laughs> <laughs> at the right. side of a road. Oh. That's, that's right. That's right. But was what was what was so cool about it was it just came out. I didn't mm -hmm. have to think about what to say. <clears throat> it just it wasn't calculated at all. Right. It was just right. uh, just came out of me. And then you know I watched him drive away. And and uh, when I when I had given him the twenty dollars, he his eyes were he was just tearing up. You know I couldn't believe that somebody was so um, so kind to him. And so when I walked away and, uh, I, I just started bawling, like not just, you know, a couple of tears and wiping them off. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, just it was nonstop, like, uh, somebody pouring a bucket over you sort of thing. It was, I was crying so hard and, and uh, I couldn't understand why, but then I realized it was because it was the first time in my life that I had ever showed unconditional love to someone that uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Wow, my. Didn't know them from anybody. Wow, I got know. chills as you're saying that. Just boom. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 then I realized um, uh, I was talking to a neighbor uh, where I lived, and I guess he had come to the guy I was talking about. His name was Travis, and he had come to that person's door, knocked on the door, and tried to get some help or something. They just shoot him away, and I was in the house next door, so. I mean, I think he was trying to find me almost, you, you know, you get what I'm saying there. Yeah. And, and uh, I think, uh, and I look at it now, <clears throat> looking back, 
that, you know, I still have this picture of him laying on the side of the road. And I just have this feeling that that was me looking in the mirror, you know. Oh, I can feel that, yeah. That's where I was going to be if I didn't straighten up and if I didn't continue down the path that I had, had just now started on. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, that was all that was all meant to to come together. Yes. So know. whatever you said was your higher self talking through you to you. Absolutely. It sounds like. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like a download or something, right? Well, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, which I'm, I know you've experienced too. Yes. And, it's and, just... and, and for the listeners, when as you develop your inner awareness mm-hmm. and as you develop a deeper connection to the wisdom within, then what Mike's talking about are you'll begin to hear on a whole new level and you will begin to get downloads of, of wisdom of do this now action items, you know, like you need to go, you need to go for a walk and then, you know, you won't know why. And then you see the person by the side of the road you're supposed to be of service to. So yeah, it, it all happens like that. So Mike, then let's, thank you so much for sharing that part of your story. Oh, um, no problem at all. But I, I, I so I want to hear about your book and okay. it's called, it's, it's actually two books in one right now. Yes. And, and it's called You're the One. So, so how, so tell us a little bit about your book. Well, actually, uh, when I was still, when I was still in the trades on lunchtime, I wrote the first couple of pages on a, on a lunch break wow. over what, how it just came to me that I thought, you know what, I, 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 I always wanted to write a book. Um, I always enjoy, enjoyed creative writing in, in school and stuff like that. Um, so I just wrote that stuff down and I don't really know why I wrote it down, but it, you know, it was something that just, again, another thing that's kind of a creative download. That's right. To tell you, look, you should do something like this. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. um, so it sat for a few years before I really started working on it again. But um, I just had this, this uh, saying that kept going over my mind that you're, you're the one. And I felt I'm the one, you're the one, we're all the one. And it's, it's, uh, it's just bigger than all of us. Right. Yeah. And as we mentioned uh, earlier about there is only one yeah. of us. So we are all the one. So we just don't realize it, you yeah. know? So we are the, we are the, we are God. We are the yeah. Christ. We are, I don't care what you want to call it. Allah, that's, Buddha, Gaia. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's what you are. That's who you are in, 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 in truth. Yeah. So there was a lot of things that I had uh, learned over the, you know, 10 years of studying, doing lots of different mentors uh, people like Eckhart Tolle and uh, Wayne Dyer before he passed away. And well, still Wayne Dyer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Deep, Deepak Chopra and, uh, you know, Mike Dooley, things, people like that, that I, uh, I studied and read all their books. And, and um, Neil Donald Walsh, of course, from uh, uh, the Conversation with God's books were huge for me. And so I, uh, I, I just started to wanting to write a book with a message at the beginning of each chapter. It was going to be a self-help book, like non, non-fiction. Uh-huh. So with just like a page or two at the beginning of each chapter to, to keep people reading. So that was going to be a story that would go chapter after chapter and would end, of course, at the end of the book. Because I thought some of these books I'm reading, although I love them, they are dry. So 
<laughs> so, yeah, they are. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to, you know, keep something to keep people going. So when I started writing, though, seriously started writing about it, it just, there came the downloads again. I mean, I was writing on a yellow pad, you know, by hand at the time. And uh, I couldn't write fast enough because these ideas were just like, bang, 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 bang. Oh, geez. You know, I was lucky I numbered the pages because they were like tearing them off and going <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Otherwise, I would spend a lot of time reorganizing those. Yeah. But um, it became too big. So I thought, well, it can't, it can't be just the beginning of chapters. Now, this is what I'm going to write about. So uh, I still wanted to do it in the action adventure format because I feel that uh, people can, uh, it's a little more relatable mm -hmm. and you can get to know some characters. So in the three books, the same characters follow each other throughout the books, although they're on different dimensions. And typically they, something happens on one dimension. Um, it's pretty grandiose what happens with the earth and stuff like that, but they find themselves again on the other dimensions and they continue on their journey and things that they do in each each book and each dimension as different names and people, uh -huh. uh, colors, uh, all, all you know, of races and all those sorts of things. Um, so it's, uh, it's, I've kind of weaved it all together with spiritual messages in there because um, that's what I wanted to do was deliver that spiritual message. So, and hopefully the, uh, the characters are entertaining enough, at least I've been told they certainly are, that, uh, that people love to read it. And then the parts that were the spiritual messages are make it a little bit easier to come to and understand. And even if it's, you know, some of it, cause I tried to simplify, you know, as much as I could. Right. Um, but still it all depends on where you are in your journey. You know, we're, yep. you know, stuff I, 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 uh, we think we talked about this before stuff I read now, uh, seems, you know, simple, but I also read things that, I don't really get. And then, you know, six months later, I read it again. And I go, ah, oh, of course. You know? so. <laughs> right. I, I don't know how those brain cells grow like that to, you know, one minute you don't get it and the next minute you do. But yeah, I've experienced that. This book yes. sounds like it's really fun, Mike. Yes, yes. So I'm still writing the, the third book. I'm about 63,000 words into it. So it'll Holy be Holy moly. Yeah, it'll be about 100,000 words uh, when it's done. And the other two books together are 125,000 words. So, so that's why I released it as one book mm -hmm. um, and put that together and published it as two books. So, or one book as an omnibus book. So there's two uh -huh. books within it. And then the third book will be a standalone book that comes out uh, to complete the trilogy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how fun and exciting. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun to do, actually. Yeah, I bet it is. It's like, it's almost like the whole, um, your whole life, it sounds like, has actually led you to this expression, which sounds like it's, be, besides it being fun, it's, it is what your soul. Oh, no, definitely. And, you know, the, the character's fictional, the things that happen in the book are fictional. However, those spiritual portions, I believe, or truth is truth. Yes, so yes. to me, that is nonfiction, that portion. Mm -hmm. The rest is, you know, kind of made up uh, by myself and mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> obviously fiction, you know, with a few references to things going on in today's world and right. stuff like that too. Well, to look at how, together. look at just how uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, 
that we are now living those things that were so futuristic, nobody really thought it was ever, you know, oh yeah, right. There's gonna exactly. you know, be me up Scotty, a telecommunicator, and now we all got one attached to our ears, right? Oh, and, I know, I know. And, and same with uh, Star Wars. There's so much metaphysical truth in those movies if you it's amazing. It's fascinating. The people that created that back then, that's, that's what amazes me, eh? what they were thinking of. Yes. I mean, even 20 years ago, a fax, you know, you put in a machine, it would come out somewhere else and get printed. It was like, what, really? Like, where, how to get there? Right. <laughs> you know, that was still amazing then. You right. know, uh, now we're just talking video and audio like nothing. Like uh, nothing. You know, 3,000 miles away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, um, I had an experience with, uh, I do, I've been doing like 30 minute open office uh, things uh, once a week. And uh, so doing free 30 minute sessions for people that are in need during this time of uh, isolation. And I had a conversation with a woman and we did, and it was really clear that she needed some healing. And she's, right. she lives on the East Coast. I'm in California, you know? Sure. And so I asked her, are you okay with, let's do a little healing modality. She's like, sure. And afterwards she's like, oh my God, I didn't realize that I, I wasn't, you weren't in the room with me. I said, no, we, we don't mm -hmm. have to be in the same room. This That's is, right. this goes back to we're all one, right? So right. we can heal not only ourselves, but others non-locally because we're all in that vibration of spirit or larger than life soul. Definitely. And, um, and she was fascinated and I thought, oh, wow. So some people that's news, right? That's news. Oh, absolutely. Yep. But, but healing um, non-locally has been around for eons because, because we are all one. Yes, definitely. And that's, you know, the frequency and energy vibration thing, right? Yep. It's everywhere. There's, there's nowhere that it does not. Right. Right. So that's, that's, you can affect that and affect people, you know, across the universes, not just, you know, across the, the nation. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I so agree with you. I've been called... Here I'm coming out again, Mike. I'm saying it out loud. Um, I've been called. I, I, my entire life, I've been a spiritual quester, and you know, and like you, I, I devoured anything metaphysical, anything that was at the time it was called New Age. But I just read everything yes. until I was able to get it distilled into what it is. I truly. I believe is truth, at least for me. It's for you. And that's that right. you really has to ring true with you. Within, that, right. That's right. And when you, yeah. it does, you know it. Yeah. And it's got to be true. It's, it's got to be true. It can't be. It can't be false because you can feel it. And it's not from my head. Oh, I mm -hmm. think that's true. It's from there's, there's this deeper knowing when, when you drop into your heart, your, your inner system that goes, oh yes, absolutely. That's, thank God you remembered that piece of truth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Well, we, I mean, uh, um, do something for me right now. Point at yourself. I'm pointing at myself, Mike. Well, that's, you're doing it higher because you're in the camera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want but, me to. But normally, no, 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 no. But normally, uh, when oh. I've, got, I've got audiences that do that and they point at their chest or their heart usually uh -huh. uh, because that's who we are and innately yeah. you know that yeah. right not it's not it's not who you are in your brain right right your brain is just here as a computer and, and data 
data processor to uh, help you get through this physical life. Uh, yes. But it's not, it's, it's not the king. There's, there's many more uh, magnetic energies from the heart than there is from the mind. Yep, yep. yep. And, it, and as we all uh, come out of whatever this isolation period is for ourselves individually, um, well, here's, I'm praying that everybody begins to comprehend what we've been talking about today, Mike, that, that we are all connected. And when we come out, it's not so you can go back to what you were, were doing, but that we come out of this better than we were before we went in. That should always be our, our objective, right? To be better right. tomorrow than we are today. Right. And maybe it doesn't feel that way, but that's how we have to switch it around. Like I did, I felt a little bit sad this morning because our weather wasn't very good here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, how long are you going to wallow in that, right? So get out of that and, and, and uh -huh. move forward and be better than you were uh -huh. yesterday. And you know, uh, with May's uh, theme being wonder, I mean, we're in such a wondrous world, you know, and flying through space, hurtling through space on a spinning orb, you know, we're made from stardust and, and, you know, that's so grandiose. Who would have thought that you couldn't write that in a book, basically, you know? No, it, <laughs> you, you can't make this stuff up. That's right. Right. That's right. I mean, you, you, people think that they are creative. Well, we are creative, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's really those downloads that come from an infinite source of something beyond our knowing that, you know, I see that I've been taking lots of time to um, sit outside. I love being outside anyway, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. to sit outside. And um, the other day I was watching the clouds just moving and shifting and looking like they were bringing rain forward, but they didn't. And, and, right. and just really trying to be present with that instead of being so busy with my to-do list and everything, all the product I'm supposed to be creating or building or, you know, right. the social media, blah, blah, network. It was so lovely to sit and just Definitely. watch the clouds roll by. We don't do that anymore. You know, there's nothing that we have to do here on earth. It's just the, who we have to be. And we have to be ourselves. You know, we're, we're not a human doing, we're a human being. So we have to be who we, who we are. And that's a, we're all creative. And some people, oh, I'm going to create a bone in my body. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. It just hasn't been let out yet, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, just be creative. And then if that is sitting down, watching the clouds, it, 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 listening to the birds, whatever that case is, you know, that, that bit of silence and being in the, in the now moment, the only moment that really ever exists, is, is so freeing mm -hmm. that you can become creative. You know, mm -hmm. it just if you just stay in that moment, if you're in your head again about all the things you have to do, or right. should have done while you sat while you uh, uh, sat there for ten minutes, you know, you're mad at yourself. Oh my God, you know, what I could have got done. You know, that's that's all in your head, and you're yes. Some of so, the most amazing invent inventors uh, in all the history of the world mm -hmm. took time out, like Da Vinci. And, I mean. Uh, Graham Bell and Edison and Tesla and Edison used to sit every morning by on the end of a dock with a, a with a hoodie on and a fishing rod with no hook. Yeah. Because he didn't want to catch anything. Yeah. He didn't want people to bother him. He was just sitting there. Mm -hmm. That was his time in the morning to think, just to but, sit and think. 
and to be just to and, be. and and what does he what did he end up having like 133 patents or like uh, yep. like huge inventions that have affected yep. all of us yep. um, so he wouldn't have had that if he wouldn't have been took the time to just be and mm -hmm. be in that in that moment and mm -hmm. was he productive absolutely did he do things yeah because nothing happens until you do something right? exactly but you <laughs> so have to be you have to be still like you said you have to be mm -hmm. still and just be first definitely definitely so I'm then, really hoping that when people come out of their homes, they will continue to be and, and be still and, and allow the creativity to come in and the I, wisdom. I, I think they will. I, I think that, um, you know, we're, we're always thinking, well, let's get back to the normal, but it's going to be a new normal. It'll be, it'll be a change. Mm -hmm. You know, the earth is changing, the frequency is changing. Um, so mm -hmm. it's uh, more people are awakenings. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to be different. So it won't be the normal, you know, that and we always kind of want to go back to normal. Well, that's the comfort zone, right? That's, that's the right. comfy blanket. That's blanking. what we know. Yeah, right. exactly. So, but the normal, uh, the new quote unquote normal is uh, like you said, because of the frequencies changing, it's, it's changing rapidly. So I just want to share with everybody. Don't get too comfortable in the new normal because it's going to change again. And, and within our lifetime, it's going to change a few, few, I, I want to say a hundred more times. So just be, it, it's, and if we're being, then we can be in the flow. Of that's, that's right. Because what it also does by changing so much is mix us up because we're not used to this, this change, this radical change because it's been, you know, frequency of the earth's been pretty steady for a long time, but it's, it's changing. So that also affects us because we are made of energy. Right. So uh, we're energy beings. So that affects us, how we think we're puts us into a state. So I'm not sure. What do I do? I, I don't know. I haven't felt like this before. Well, just be in the moment and then it'll, it'll change and you'll, you'll be able to adapt. Yeah. You know, so. And we are adaptive. Human beings definitely. are definitely adaptive. Oh, I mean, most adaptive creatures on the, on the planet. Yeah. So sure. yeah, that's yeah. Cool. So Mike Arend, soul mechanic, <laughs> podcast is men on fire book is you're the one Man, talk about getting things done mike you've done a lot <laughs> well yeah I I, I I i try to and i'd like to i like this part of me right the the the, the brain and physical part come on you can do more <laughs> well we you know we got it all takes time, time right? yeah 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 no so, exactly uh, i'm looking forward to reading your book sir and i'm looking forward to seeing when the the third book comes out and I'm looking yes. forward to seeing what else you do uh, with all that you've got because I think you're a really amazing person. So thanks for joining me today. Thanks for being willing to share your story and thanks for the wonder, right? That you are yes. and that we both are and that we get to explore it with um, our fellow human beings. It's a pretty spectacular Absolutely. time we've chosen to live through. Definitely. In. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> pick a better couldn't pick a better time. <laughs> if not now, then when? So let's just get this done, right? That's right. How lucky are we? <laughs> oh my God, pretty fortunate, pretty darn fortunate. So, Mike, thank you so much, and I'm just going to end with, and so it is. Namaste. Namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can 
see all of the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanmorell.com. That's it for today. See you next time.